From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Boy, we ready? I'm ready. Hi, hi. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Beautiful Saturday morning. So far, it's still dark. So far, yeah. So the far, was like a sheet of glass so, across. So far, so good. Uh, welcome in. I am Braden Gunn. There's uh, Bill George over there. Uh, Jonathan is doing. I don't know. I think he had a. He wanted to go to Bluntstown last weekend. He talked himself out of it, so I think he's up there this weekend. I don't know. He's up there chainsawing or whatever. I just find it very interesting that uh, it kind of coincides with opening day of does season, so eh, I could be reading something into it. So in his place, we brought in the one, the only, the lovable and cuddly Cuban redneck himself, Mr. Carlos Lopez. What's up? What's up? Number one co-host. It ain't Vince Noble. It's Carlos Lopez, the Cuban redneck, all right? Seven years running. Easy there. Undisputed. Easy there, Dusty Rhodes. We're getting started today, man. It ain't Big Sugar. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. No, it's uh, spicy. It's spicy Chiro. Yeah, we're, br- yeah we're, we're, bring, we're bringing in something new today. <laughs> Instead of big sugar, we got the big crab roll. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. As and, long as it works. And, of course, uh, Diego is here hanging out with us as well this morning on this uh, beautiful warm and muggy Saturday morning. <clears throat> I thought there was supposed to be a cold front this past week. It was a little less what? humid, but that was about it. Less I'll, humid? I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take it. It was a big difference as far as I was concerned. The only way I could tell is I didn't have my air conditioner running at uh, full strength for like 18 hours. So that's the only way I could, that I knew that it was a weather change. But there's supposed to be one on the way, another one that's going to help us out later on. But today's going to be a little uh, a little warm out there. A little muggy. So, a little muggy, a little warm. I, I love it when I say 80, it's supposed to be like 89 degrees and... It's usually the other way around. It's usually those digits are nine and eight. But yeah. so I'll take it. I'll take it. Meanwhile, people in Wyoming were getting snow two weeks ago. <laughs> you our, know? Bu- our buddy Paul Markle uh, sent me pictures. He said, "This is what I woke up to this morning, yeah. and it was sunshine and prairie, and it was beautiful." And he goes, "And this is four hours later, and it was like eight <laughs> inches of snow." Yeah, I, I saw <laughs> it J- like... Jim Zumbo lives out there. Yeah. And he put a post, and I couldn't believe the weather. It I was just, like, "What? It's ninety-six degrees here, it's and like, they got snow." Yeah, he was like, uh, "Woke up this morning. It was a beautiful day. Had some shorts on. Was ready to go out, and go shoot some guns, and uh, went in, had breakfast, watched a little TV, got dressed, walked out, and there's like eight inches of snow." On yeah, there. get the snowblower out. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what? What happened? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You miss those days, do you, there, Bill? I guess they don't put stable in 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 the snowblower yet. Unlike Bill, you know, with all his motors, he's got stable. Like, he's got like ten broken motors. I don't have ten broken ones. Yeah. They're just not running all right. Like I like I said, you should run it. Hey, you want to go out? Nah, yeah. nah. I will. I will say. Okay. Next year, Carlos, you need to make sure that uh, we do go. Run around and have some fun before the season. Hey, we can gig frogs. We can bowfish, whatever. You know, we figure something out. Fish yeah. a little bit. You sound bitter. Why are you so bitter? 
Bitter? Yeah, you sound bitter because you didn't get to go out and go play this year. No, I did. Don't be blaming all Billy, he's, man. He's, you got he, COVID lockdown. He's your wife, uh, hey, you know, who listen, will not let you go listen, off the chain. I, I, and, I'm back. I'm back. You know. So you know. What do you mean? I'm back. Kind of, sort of. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're out no, of Facebook. Just live. Re- yeah, hey. just live remotes. You know. But now I'm back in the studio. Hey. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't blame Billy. Moving, on that. Al- moving along. Else, somebody else thinks he's working somewhere today. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. You, yeah, mowing, no, you mowing a neighbor's lawn? Is that no, where you no, are right no now? Pic- no pictures today. <laughs> oh, okay. No posts today. Okay, gotcha. All right. All right, I'll be home before everybody's awake. Uh, good. Well, it is officially uh, dove season starting today, and that's a good thing for all of us. First phase goes all the way into... Uh, October, and uh, it'll be a good time had by all. Hopefully, we'll see. I don't know. I know that uh, Dylan texted me last night. He's like, dude, does tough season start this weekend? I was like, yeah, man. So he's probably going to be out shooting some big fatties out there today. So Where, at the G5? No, he's out there at the, his old man's place or something out oh. there. He's got some, Yeah, hey. let's just stand in the parking lot out at the G and start whipping off uh, eight, nine shots. Hey, out the- hey. call Dylan and ask him if I can come over because he shot better with my shotgun, too. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I can bring my shotgun over and, hey, uh, and help him listen, out. Yeah, listen. I get two or three thubs. He can take a dozen. Yeah, right? sure. I, I think Vince would have shot better. Oh, really? <laughs> That's bad, Bill. That, Bill, shots fired. That that hurts deep to the bone, okay? I understand. I did shoot terribly. It was probably my worst outing. I don't even want to know the score. But you know the score. No, he doesn't. No, I don't. How many did he get? I don't want to know. Well, then t- put your fingers in yours. Listen. Our listeners you, I'm want sure, to know. I'm sure he told you. No. Anyway, he he lies. Bill lies. How do you mean he lies? He lies all the time. So you only shot 12? No. Six? No, I don't know. Usually I'm, in the, usually I'm in the 20s. 10, 25, 10, 27, 28, 26, 10, whatever. 11? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right, so you were shooting out of how many? 50? 50 rounds? I don't know. 50? You would have you beat me with my own shotgun <laughs> over the head with it. 50? Is it was 50 birds? I don't know. Let's move along. Birds. The listeners don't want to hear this. Let's keep going. They don't want to hear about you uh, failing miserably at the no, uh, Sporting Clay charity Hey, thing? listen, I, I, had a, I had a semi-good time. He, he was so. he was a conservative when it came to his hunting. Oh, Clay he's just trying to be nice. Listen, when it counts, I deliver. How many rounds did he? How many did he hit? Fifteen. Oh man, that's bad, dude. You got your <laughs> limit. That's good. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 good, dude. That's like that's like ten or. 15, hey, you got to think about I, you got to think about it. Listen, that's because field. that's because you normally hit forty eight out I, of fifty. Or I'm 50. just saying, if you think about it in a way you're thinking about it wrong. If you thought you were out on the dove field, you'd have gone home, man. You'd have been all right. You'd have been limited out. You'd have been great. You'd I just need six, six that's, doves. That's it. You need only six doves. Yeah, me and Eric. It's an appetizer. What the six hey. doves doesn't fill up anybody. I will say it's an appetizer. No. I will say I was shooting the same shotgun. It the was Beretta. not it was not the shotgun's fault. No. No. What ha- you know what happened? I, I know what happened. I he gets in my head, man. I, I was going to say I knew exactly what happened. Bill George got you rattled. He it's had you rattled fault. from it's the like, moment we I left know the he's laughing be- behind me I, and I'm there trying to line up my <laughs> things with 
but my glasses and it just didn't work out. Man, he missed in the beginning. I was like, oh, I'm gonna kick his butt today. See, got I overconfident out. too. Yeah, and then once I started missing him, I was like, yep, this well, is going downhill. It went this way. It this this is how it went. On the first station, I missed five out of six clays. And I was okay. th- and I was thinking, and honestly, I and I, I said, him. I got said him. to myself, okay, Carlos, Carlos is gonna get this this year. Just didn't happen on that first station. Then I think he missed all of them, or maybe got one too. No, I think I got one. And one I'm like, two. and I said to him, "We can't both try and throw this and give it to each other." <laughs> so somebody's got to win. So somebody's got to do yeah, it. Yeah. So I I then started shooting a little bit better. I ended up with uh, thirty. Oh Jesus! Out of fifty. Do you know what those groups are called? Dylan did pretty good with my shotgun. Do you know what those groups are called when they go out together and and shoot like that? Do you know what they're called? Friends. Friends. Friends? No. <laughs> what are they called? Hecklers. No. <laughs> Starts with a T, ends with an M. Team. Exactly. Team. You got to work together as a team. What did I say? Don't what look was the at, last? Don't look at me. It's him. What was the last thing I said to you guys when you were walking off, monkey walking over there to the? Uh, Bring home the trophy. That's right. Or don't come home at all. Yeah. Well. But then you go out there hey, and it turns into we instant had competition. The fastest round That's out a, there. Well, did you a, get a trophy for that? We no. should have. <laughs> it's a speed round. <laughs> I mean, li- we, m- listen, my barrel was hot. <laughs> I was pouring water on it. <laughs> well, maybe that's why you were missing. You were warping the crud out of it. He he was all yeah. No, because they were hitting and I was missing. Oh. And then I'm thinking about it. This is my shotgun. So after they're like, "Hey, you want to sell your shotgun?" They all want to buy my shotgun. <laughs> How much was the offer? They didn't give an offer, but they all wanted to buy the Beretta. Should have given him three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. Sure. You know what that I worth? thought I just. Uh, it's not worth anything. It can't hit nothing. No, it I does thought, when it counts. No, not really. Yeah, I, I, hey, when I go hunting, <laughs> no. I always burst off. I got the pictures to prove it. I, yeah, yeah. Six doves for you and Eric. That's I thought, two. That, hey, I thought Eric I pulled it out That's of the good pond. Enough. What, Bill? I'm I sorry. I thought I was going to pull it out of the pond, so I might have got it for free. <laughs> pull an evil Knievel. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Thanks for joining us. You want to call in this morning? You know you can. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. The Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you for getting up early this morning and joining us. I know there's uh, one guy who's uh, not up and listening. What's his name, Brian? Your buddy who came uh, by yesterday? My daughter's boyfriend, Brian. Yeah, he's uh, he's. Sleeping. I did not know he was your daughter's boyfriend. Because he looks 30, right? Yeah, that's Sabrina's. Uh, I'd have been a little rougher on the guy if I'd have known that it was your daughter's. Uh, oh, don't worry. When, when we went gator hunting, Bill was rough enough. <laughs> <laughs> Bill told him. Bill told him he can disappear over there somewhere in the in the swamp. Yeah, <laughs> you should have seen the look on his face when Bill said that. <laughs> he was a little worried. What's his name? Brian. Brian. Brian yeah. Yeah, he was actually a nice guy. He oh, was, real uh, nice guy. He was a nice guy. Well, he wouldn't be hanging out with your daughter if he wasn't. Oh, of so. course not. I, I'm still trying to find something wrong with him after four years, but I can't. Oh, <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, yeah. I didn't know. But anyway, he's a nice guy, and uh, 
Met him yesterday. He's new really gun good. owner, by yep. the way. Brand new firearms owner. Yeah, yep. got himself a good little deal on a Glock 22. Yep. And um, uh, he looks like he uh, needs a little practice, but it'll be good. Yeah, we'll we'll see. As long as he shoots better than me, he'll be all right. Well, speaking of shooting, <laughs> I did mention it at the uh, beginning of the uh, show. Uh, dove season does start this weekend, September 26th, all the way through October 18th. That's the first phase. And then uh, you got your uh, second phase that pops up in November. It goes on the 14th through December 6th, and then December 19th through January 31st. And I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and predict that if the uh, Farmer's Almanac is right, and they are going to have a harsher than normal winter within the northeastern quadrant of the United States of America, then we should actually see a pretty good dove season this year. Really? Yeah, migratory. They're going to move down here. They'll be pushing down in front ahead of those cold is, fronts. Is it going to be like Cordova? <coughs> probably, probably not. Probably it, it's not, not going to be like the... 10 really, million, 20 million doves. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be like that. But if, if it was, it would be nice. You know I didn't enjoy shooting the doves in Argentina. I'm sure you probably didn't because you only want six. <laughs> well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, it is exhausting. It oh, is yeah. exhausting. Oh, I know. All that shooting. Woo! Yeah, being an Argentina. I, I actually like shooting, you know, just a I'm, few doves come in, boom, boom, boom. Not where they're all over that. You're you're spinning. <laughs> you're like, bah, 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 bah. I mean, oh. the guy's loading for you. Bah, 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 bah. It's crazy. And it's okay to shoot somebody else's gun and melt the barrel down, but eight shots in yours and we you're got more water on it. It's not eight shots. It's, it's uh, <laughs> six, 12, 18. 18 shots. And we're going, and the next hole's right next to it. So the next station. The next let me say hole. it properly. The next hole. Let me say it properly. The next station Four. is like right there. Yeah, I got you. Uh, but uh, December nineteenth and uh, January thirty first is, of course, the last phase. And if you uh, did not know, it is a limit of fifteen. So for those who uh, texted me and said. Uh, well, Carlos would have been over the limit if he'd have shot uh, 15. I'm like, no, that, that, that rule's that'll never happen. That rule's been changed for quite a while. So, hey, if you still want to take 12 off the field, uh, you know, like I did back in the old days, and go right ahead and do it. But if I'm uh, allowed to get 15, and by gum, I'm going to shoot 15 if, if I can. And if you go to any planted dove field or anything like that, what's the one thing they'll bust you for besides if it was baited? Or- What's the one thing they're going to get you on? Usually it's being over the limit. Over the limit? Yeah. Or That's plug. not no, most people's No plug and shotgun. No plug and no shotgun. No plug and shotgun. Yeah. So you carry must, a pencil. Number two pencil. A pencil might work for some firearms. It may not work for others. Okay. It's too, they're too big. I carry spare yeah, plugs sure. anyway. Yeah. You know, there's trees around. You can always whittle down a twig. Stick it in there if you w- got to. Whittle down. Who does that anymore? I do. You got too much time on your hands. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, by the way, is early teal and duck still? Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Talk so, about that a little bit. No. Uh, you, you, <laughs> listen, you know how we have to compete now with the bass fishermen over there at Lake Hancock a lot? There's a lot of people now putting in to go bass fishing. Sure. Crappie fishing and all that. We have duck hunters now. No, no, no. Don't, don't talk. Keep going. Next segment. <laughs> yeah. You said you wanted to talk about early teal. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. go to go Somewhere out there. Else. Guy's getting in. He has putting his boat in, all palm frond up and everything. Putting his boat in. 
has a dog, a retriever with him, and it's like, uh, what are you doing? You know? He's like, well, I'm, I'm going duck hunting. It's like, that dog's not going to be retrieving ducks, is it? Oh, no, 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 no. He's just along for the no. ride. He just it's gets upset a- if he goes and doesn't take them. Oh, yeah. Well, I so, can understand that. So, I mean, those dogs know as soon as they see you grab your gun. It's amazing how much a dog who loves to hunt knows what you're about to do. And uh, the dog insists on going, but... Out there in the Lake Hancock area with all the alligators, yeah, it'd be a bad idea. They do not retrieve. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be a snack. Yeah, I, you know, I, there was a meme that floated around on uh, social media for a while. That was a great one, where it shows this, you know, blind duck blind. There's a shotgun laying across there, and all of a sudden the guy just goes, click, just takes the safety off, and it's just that little click. All of a sudden this retriever head pops up on the other side, like where, 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 where? He's starting to look around already. This is a train. Just that little click of taking the safety off was enough to get him hyped and ready to go. I'll tell you, the retriever dogs we had in Argentina with the ducks, they were shaking the whole time because they know. I mean, it is nonstop. So they're they're looking all over. They're like their heads whipping around in every direction. and. They don't know where to go because ducks are dropping everywhere. So they're just four things are yeah, running you around. Worn, and you were worn out by the end of the day. Just think about the dog, man. Well, I, I understand that, that uh, uh, you know, even if you go out with dogs that go out and, and uh, chase hogs all night, they're the same way. They're all giggity-giggity and all hyped up and, and, and quivering and ready to go. And when you pull just one dog out of the out of the box and throw, let it go, the other ones are like, what is going? What? What? Me, me, me. Yeah, pick me, pick me, pick me. And they all want to get out there and run, man. It's it's crazy. But uh, there was an article that came out, not to get too far into it, but this gentleman uh, wrote an article speaking of dogs that he said that um, dog ownerships uh, by white people is actually considered racist. Oh, Lord. If you own a dog... Because, you know, it's basically cultural appropriation because the, you know, they were, dogs were domesticated over in Asia and over in the Far East before they were in Europe and the Europeans took it over and, you know, now dominated it. And, uh, well, we don't eat dogs here. I'll tell you that. <laughs> in other places they do. So I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. <laughs> that Wuhan or whatever, you know, that, 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 fest- been a bad, that been festival a- or whatever. Well, it just you know, and it so, ain't corn dogs. It, uh, like with anything, I did a little research on there and found out that actually the Europeans domesticated them about two thousand years earlier, so than the uh, rest of the continent. So again, they were wrong, but just want to throw that out there. Anyway, if you're going to go out there, bring your dog, bring your kids. That's the best bird dog you can actually uh, own, because uh, all it takes is like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to keep them happy and a couple of. Uh, Cold drinks, and they'll go out and fetch doves for you all day. <laughs> it's all good until they learn, and then when they become shooters themselves, then you have an extra barrel out there. So we encourage you to take uh, your kids out, especially if you're going dove hunting. That's probably one of the it's a family thing easiest, best introductions to hunting that you can actually do for any kid. It's it's so easy. Start uh, them off with a four ten and go. Eric enjoys it. Oh, it's fun. I love taking them gator hunting. <laughs> gator hunting is a little different. Gator hunting is a uh, you know an all nighty exciting what? you know kind of thing where it's lights and weird sounds. It's, it's and also a team sport. 
You know? It, it kind of is, but uh, I'm with Carlos. When you're out on a dove field with a lot of other people and a lot of other families and kids and stuff, it's a family gathering. When you go to most dove fields, it's it's generational. You know, husbands, wives, kids, uncles, grandpas, grandma. I mean, they're all there. Everybody's yeah. out there on the field. Like a picnic, you know, lunch. You know, it's a good time. You don't have to get up real early in the morning to do yeah, it. Yeah, you can you go can sleep in like my my daughter's boyfriend, Brian, and, you know, still <laughs> out of a good day. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, get out there. I'll show up out on the dead field around 10. Yeah. So it goes on, hang out, eat some lunch. Yeah. I, I said it's always a family affair until it comes time to clean all the birds. Then all of a sudden it becomes like uh, the male job. You know what? That's funny. <laughs> Sabrina, my daughter, loves to pluck the ducks. The birds, anything. She she just likes plucking them. Now, but does she do it seriously, or does she turn it into uh, you know grabbing handfuls of feathers and throwing them up in the air and then running around trying to catch them like bubbles? No, that's not allowed at my house. Outside, <laughs> I'd have to get the leaf blower out, blow it all over the neighbors. And so wait a minute, how are you? Uh, I'm on half an acre, so it's not so bad. But but how are you doing that? I mean, when you take them home, how do you how do you clean your birds? I take uh, newspaper, put it on my Makita workbench outside. And then we put the garbage can there with a, a trash bag, and all the feathers go in there. Really? Yeah, let her pluck away. You know, I found uh, one I'm of like, the. Man, this is awesome. She'll pluck them. I tried this. I uh, saw somebody else do it online, and uh, I thought about it, and I tried it, and it worked extremely well. Which was, uh, I got a big wash sink out in the garage. You know, one of those big plastic ones. Get a little water running, fill it up, get them wet first, and then pluck them. And then you just rinse your hands in the water, and you plug it, and all the feathers fall in the water. And then you have one of those old drain-covered things, drain all the water, scoop up all the feathers, throw them in. And it actually condenses them, kind of oh, like wow. packs them up. And they float on top. Yeah, and you could just, or, you know, they'll start to sink once the pin feathers get wet and stuff. They I'm going to have to try that, but with six, I don't think I have to do a whole lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, could just, I could just do that in the trunk. Throw, throw them in the dryer <laughs> with a couple of T-shirts and yeah. uh, see if it'll beat them around and knock I, it off. Yeah. I always just turn around and breast them out when I do them. I, I know there's some people that do that, but uh, I always looked forward to my dad uh, cooking the, uh, the little bits that he used to like to call them. Uh, where you you know you take the little wings and you take the little uh, the quarters the, the thigh and the leg and he would saute them with, along with the hearts in a in a pan mm. you know with a little salt and butter yeah. and garlic man and so those are like your appetizers while you're getting ready uh, while the dove press let, comes. let's see how the listeners do it 888-404-1010 call in we'd like to hear how you do your uh, doves are you looking at me like that nobody shoots doves hey. but us no there's a lot of dove Come hunters on. no Diego, do you shoot any doves? See, <laughs> not the yet. The bird he shoots not is yet. through the glass. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. We're here. Go ahead. Call if you want to. Make Carlos happy. <laughs> No, Bill, I'm not. I'm not talking about love. Welcome back. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gun, Carlos Lopez, Bill George, and Diego in the studio today, hanging out with you <clears throat> via the radio. 
Uh, don't forget, if you ever miss out on the show, as Bill likes me to point out, you can always go check it out online. You can go to uh, bigandwild.com. There's a link on there that'll take you to uh, either listening live if you're out of town somewhere or up in a tree stand or out in a pond somewhere and you want to listen to it via your radio, you can listen to it live right there. Or you can uh, get the podcast pretty much anywhere because we always upload it after the show. And uh, that way you can go get it at uh, iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you want to look. I just go to the app. And I have the big and wild, and I just listen to it in the car when I'm plugged in driving. You, you can do that too. I mean, it's it's amazing. I told Bill, I said uh, I went and did a search one time, and I I was like, "What is this this other pod world, whatever thing like that? Are you sending it?" Then he goes, "Nope." <laughs> he goes, "I don't know where they're getting it from." So, hey, I guess they're all, they're all linked. I guess I guess somewhere, somehow, some way. But so uh, isn't the isn't the number one downloaded uh, state? Uh, California, actually, it, it is, and I unbelievable. And I always said that I think that's because you have all those closeted hunters out there who really don't have a, a voice, and they can't really uh, they can't really talk about it at work, or they'll be uh, you know uh, disparaged. Well, I, I think California they're sitting in traffic for two hours, well, so they might as well listen to something entertaining. Our biggest hey. our biggest complainer was the guy from uh, California and one from Washington State because uh, they use it while they sit in traffic going from point A to point B. And, there you go. Uh, they He's like, when are you going to upload these? I'm listening to the same show for a week. It's driving me insane. <laughs> because I think his commute was uh, an hour and a half or something like that, so he would listen to the radio. To get uh, the news updates and traffic updates, all that stuff for like the first half hour and then listen to the show uh, one hour at a time each day. So that way he could, you know, stretch it out for three days and and sit there and do it that way, which I thought was pretty, pretty smart. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, uh, California is a place you don't want to be anymore, I guess. Well, I know Carlos was listening to it quite a bit as he travels around doing his job, so... Yeah, and I enjoy some of the banter. <laughs> really? Sometimes you guys even mention me. You don't forget. Who? Yeah. You guys. What? Whatever. Edward usually calls when you're in here, so he must not be driving today. Hey, he's my number one fan. I That's know. my boy right there. He's in Georgia hunting, man. Come on. Yeah. Well, he's got those new rifles he's got to go try That's the, out. That's the friend you need right there because he's a truck driver. He drives all. He'll drive for you. All you got to do is feed him drinks and, and a sandwich, and he'll drive to Georgia nonstop. Boom. You don't know that. Maybe people who drive don't want to drive do all the driving. I know they that. do it all week. I know. I do that. Yeah. So who drove you today? Bill. Yeah, exactly. I didn't want to drive. Yeah. I, I'm done, Your Honor. Well, dude, I do 1,000 miles a week. I don't want to drive anymore. What's that got to do with anything? Hey, whatever. Listen. Keep going. I probably do more than that. Huh? 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 Yeah, but that's extracurricular. That's not work. <laughs> <laughs> that's after work. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Uh, driving down to uh, whatever Okeechobee to do a gator seminar, yeah. and then driving back up and go gator hunting, and then uh, flop down in uh. your Serta for about four hours, and then jump back up and go to work. Yeah, it's like I drove and hung out with you yesterday, and I didn't even drive. Remember, Brian yeah, drove. That's right. <laughs> I'm not driving. Lazy. Yeah, kept me out in the parking lot till uh till the mosquitoes almost carried us away. Now listen, I I looked at you and I said, "Don't you have to pick up your kids? Don't you?" Have? No, no, I'm good tonight. I was like, "All right, okay." I yeah, told him we'll be us a little bit more. I told him you all should have gone to the Dallas Bull or something. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's there for me? 
There's nothing there for me. I'm uh-huh. all good. <clears throat> no. There's nothing there for you. Ain't you spent a lot of time in a place like that. Yeah, but they were paying me to be there. Did you run into Will there, Will Sullivan? Oh yeah, he used to he used to bounce there. I know Will him for a million years, man. From yeah. there, from the old uh, sorry to hear that the old Dallas the old Dallas days, <clears throat> not the new Dallas days, the what? old the old Norby days when it wasn't <clears throat> when it was a little more Wild West than yeah. it is today. <laughs> a little bit more country, a little bit more. Uh, something, well, something, you know, you know, you were at a true country bar when you go pulling up there, and they're actually doing mud bogs in the ditch in the front. And then you wake up, uh, you, you come out of the bar, and there's like four of them stuck there. And they're there until like Monday afternoon when they can get somebody to come pull them out. Yeah, now nowadays you'll have people protesting against <laughs> the mud. <Yeah. laughs> the mud. Yeah. Is, the, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't leave that. You're going to destroy the environment. It's all yeah. good. Man. Dirt uh, has feelings, too. Speaking of environmental issues, has uh, you guys gotten any uh, deer reports at all, except uh, what you see on uh, social media? I know you're not much of a uh, social butterfly over there, Bill. A, but a friend of mine yeah. took a real nice one. I am seeing some unbelievably uh, awesome he, he, deer he again shot, this year. He shot, a, I mean, an absolute pig. He's he's with Fleer, Tom, friend of mine, that I when I was in my you days in You mean that Steiner. night hunting scope? Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yep. <laughs> Does he have it on a twenty-two mag? I don't. I don't know. I never spoke to Tom about that. But if they're looking for pro staff, I'm in, man. I'll take a refurbished one. What are you talking about? I think what Bill's alluding to is maybe he got a nice giant deer with the help of a flare and a small caliber weapon. Could have been. Maybe in but the dark. Yeah, I'll try to find it. It was. It was. It was an absolute stud. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, uh, Madison. Uh, that uh, works over at the shop. She she dropped a really nice one uh, last week. I wanted to post it up on our Facebook page. I had to ask permission first before I was going to do that. And she's like, "Yeah, let me send you a good picture." And uh, I think that one was uh, off the Mormon Ranch over there. They got a hold of that lease over there, and that was a that was a you, nice deer, man. You get a hold of that. That lease is not cheap. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that ain't Florida. No. <laughs> We're talking about Florida deer. You didn't say Florida. He shot this in Kansas. Look at this thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm impressed. Looks like every other Kansas deer. Oh, that's messed up, man. Don't be a hater. Don't I'm be not a being hater. a hater. A big, <laughs> big, fat, uh, healthy, big deer. What do you expect out of Kansas? Man, that is what a, a spike. He's going to put a spike on there. Look what I got in Kansas. I don't know, but he looks like Grizzly Adams right there. But it's all good. He's happy. Yeah, I'm sure our listeners so. can see it quite well. Was it a spike? Is it a four-point, a four-corn? I'll, I'll send you the picture. Why don't you describe it and Let's tell me put what it, it this is. way. It probably had more points than Carlos shot the, uh, clay pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long show, guys. Is that a 16-pointer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Look, it's got that little fork right there that's mm-hmm. coming off the main beam. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I can't see it, but yeah, I'm, I trust you. Look right there. Look. Uh-huh. I can't make it bigger. That's it right there. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven on one side. What's on the other side? Yeah, we're missing one, two, all those. Three, four, uh, and what's missing? Seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's a ten point. No, it's not. There's there's like two more missing right here. They're one, missing. Two, three, they don't three, count. Four, five, six. Nine, if they're 10, missing, 11, they don't count. This looks like a 12-pointer to me. Look at that coming off the side right here. Uh-huh. Whatever, guys. It's a good deer. 
There you go. All you had to say was it was a Nebraska deer, and we automatically assume that it's a good deer. It doesn't matter if it's a doe. It probably weighs 220 pounds. Look, look at the body on that thing. Yeah, that's, that's a big, 300 pounds. Right that's there. a big bruiser, man. That's, nope. that's a big boy, but a I'm talking about Florida deer. No. And I've seen some extremely good, clean, healthy deer oh, coming out of the state that's of That's because of the management. Well, you know, I, I think, think so. I think management has something to do with it, but yeah. I think Bill alluded that, to it about a month ago that I think that uh, with the restrictions and all that stuff, it's yeah. actually we're starting to see the fruits of the labor. Yeah, they're getting to grow a little yeah. bit. Yeah. It, the second you give that deer, you know, try and protect them for that first year and a half, those deer will start to grow a lot more antlers on them. Sure. And while we don't have a lot of deer in Florida, you know, and and our soil isn't the greatest, but uh, letting them letting them age a little bit, they will start putting a little bit more mass on than what we've had historically, especially on our management areas. You see a lot of management area deer that are really nice. Um, you know, not everybody cares about the antlers. So no, I understand that, um, but you're even giving them a chance to grow size. You know, put some weight on themselves and and do those things. I. There was one that a guy shot. He said, obviously, this, this sucker's been eating good. He said, I think this deer has more fat on it than any deer I've ever seen in my well, life. Have you seen the acorns this year? That's what I'm saying. They, they're just they're, You give them time to, not only antlers aside, you give them chi- time to grow and, and develop mass and get body structure. And, you know, I mean, look at any wiry teenager. I mean, would you rather want to eat that or, uh, you know, give a guy that's, uh, you know, 35, 40 years old with a little bit of... Hey, a little uh, bit of paunch on him or something. My know? friend Mike a few years ago shot a real nice buck, an eight-pointer at uh, Lake Wales at the ranch we were hunting. And um, this one actually had antlers growing backwards. So it had been hurt on the opposite side. The back leg was missing. Yeah. You know? And when we, we skinned it out, I mean, it was a healthy deer for Florida. It was like 175, 180 pounds. When we took off the cape, man, it was like an inch of inch of fat that's a good deer acorns well like this one here i wanted to show you this 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 video here this guy here this guy has been hunting this deer he let it go it's he's been watching this deer for three years now that's a florida deer is that on the website that the do you see that listeners can look at the check it out look at the look at the size of that oh wow that's nice that's a florida deer wow and he's been watching it for three years well he finally gave you know Got to, you know, quit giving in to temptation and let her go and uh, give it some time to grow. It's all good. You saw how and symmetrical that was? Yeah. That was nice. Beautiful. Oh, the neighbor. <laughs> What's that? I said, and then yeah. the neighbor gets it right before you decide to take it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is on management land, to be honest with you. But uh, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We're going get, to get it. Outdoors, Fred Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, not here. Present, Carlos Lopez, Bill oh. George, and Diego. We are here in the studio live for you. We are here at the Beasley Broadcasting Empire on this beautiful Sunday, Saturday morning. <laughs> I'm already thinking, of, already thinking of Sunday for my day off. It's like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 
And uh, we are here hanging out and doing uh, absolutely nothing but enjoying the air conditioning here inside the uh, studio. And and Diego's rocking the music today. He is. He's yeah. doing a really good job over there, as he always does. Uh, Bill George went out and played around on the water for a little while last night, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show, probably around next hour. He can get down to the nitty-gritty and the dirty details. But once again, went out and... Uh, Took a couple of younguns out there and uh, let them do their thing and uh, decided to uh, take some big old lizards out the water. So we'll, we'll get the whole entire scoop. He's having well, a good year so far. Maybe well. in the second hour. Yeah, he is. But now I um, I called Bill George yesterday to inform him that I, I got a, uh, a toy uh, for him yesterday. It had arrived. That's not a toy. That's and, a tool. Uh, it depends on what you do with it. You could play mumbly peg. You could stick it in a tree. You, you could, could whittle you something. Could whittle. You could whittle something <laughs> you with want. it. You could do whatever. So I um, called Bill George, and he said, right, I'll come in there tomorrow, man. He goes, I'll, I'll swing by tomorrow after the show because I, I'm going hunting tonight, so I'm not going to go by there. Yeah. And I was like, good, because maybe he can go over there and see how much gator stuff he needs to uh, yep. put back into that's what That's what I was going to tell him. Uh, when he called me last night, I told him, hey, man, you only got three bang sticks, three... Uh, I, get wor- I get worried when I only have three bang sticks. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I just Three start, harpoons, three... I start getting a little antsy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking to freak out over here. It, it's funny because I got a call from uh, Dylan the other day, and... He was asking questions for a customer, and not once did he say, oh, uh, by the way, we, we need some more stuff. But well, maybe the other day you didn't need. So You kind of assume that I it's gator season that, uh, you know, there's probably going to be product that's going to be leaving at uh, quite a high rate of uh, well, speed. So look, it's gator season. Hey. You should have it full. <laughs> Bottom line. You know, those guys, that work, those guys that work for the beverage companies, they just show up and put it up there. Yep. You know, yeah. I, emb- I embrace solutions, not excuses. You like that hey. one, don't you? I like that one. So what was your uh, <laughs> We're doing solution? product. We're, we're out doing product testing. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Prototype. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. He's, and so. with, a custo- with his customer base, he's yeah. out doing prototype casting. Yeah. You know, speaking of customer base, apparently uh, you got some rave reviews from one of your customers uh, in a faraway land. Yeah, we, we turn around, uh, you know, George takes care of most all that you know shipping in in the other not. george george snyder and uh the g of gmb the Get quiet the quiet one he the is quiet, the quiet one. one hey he is quiet watch out for them sleepers i you know. know no i know you know i know but uh the customer was extremely happy evidently they had uh gotten some equipment at one point from somebody else a friend had and uh which was crap the, say it it it, it, it it, I guess, fell apart on the first night, uh-huh. and so then they turned around and ordered some of our stuff. It got there extremely quickly to them, and they successfully harvested their alligators. Is your stuff made in America? Our stuff is made in America. There you go. I think it's made, like, right up the road. Yeah, in, pl- <laughs> in, 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 in the garage. Yeah, but it's, like, made right up Zephyr the road. Hills. But I tell you one thing. I love the fact that we can hunt the way we do. In Arkansas, they can only harpoon them outright or catch them with a snare outright. No hooks, no bait, no nothing. Can they throw a fishing line? No. <coughs> no. So you, you have, have to, to sneak s- up. You have to sneak up on them and actually uh, snare them or harpoon them. Oh, so you have to do like you have to do like Glenn 
and go bushwhack them. Oh, yeah. Run up on them and harpoon them. Yeah, harpoon them like before a, they like move. Like Moby Dick. Yeah, or you could do like the old Sap Brothers used to do. You just run up on them with an airboat and then jump out of the water on their backs and pin them to the bottom real quick. No, yeah. that's Steve Irwin. You could do that. <laughs> that's the Steve Irwin right there. Yeah, well, where do you think you learned it from? They learned it from him. No, I he's don't the think original. So. No. He's the OG no, I don't for think Gators. So. Yep. So this this gentleman from Arkansas is this the guy I'm looking at on your uh, Facebook page, George yeah. uh, Snyder, one in Arkansas. Uh, what is it, Alan Brown? Yes. What has he got there? He's got a couple of uh, six, six footers, footers. Yeah. yeah, which he was extremely pleased with. Well, in less than two hours, he went out there to get her done. Boom, boom. Yeah, he was like, uh, look, I ain't out here trying to, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, the the mega monster. The picture's cool. He's got one on each shoulder. <laughs> I've never seen that pose before with the tails over your I, shoulders. I never, that one I hadn't seen before either. It's actually pretty good. Well, yeah. that, I'm, I'm happy for him. Now, he came down strictly to go gator hunting? Or no, was they he? hunted in Arkansas. Wait, those gators are from Arkansas? Yes. And that's the thing. In Arkansas, you cannot snatch hook them like we do here. You have to get up close enough, either sneak up to them and harpoon them or try and run up on them with the boat real fast and try and harpoon them. No more eating ducks for those two gators right there. So it's like run and gun or It's run and gun or or you snare them, which... (laughs) Running gun snares. Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Grisaffi style right there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, double G, man, all the way. But Oh, my gosh. They would not know what to do with somebody like him out there. No, <laughs> he's, he's intense, man. I don't think of uh, gator hunting in Arkansas for some reason. I'm sorry. I know that uh, the southern part of Texas and uh, even the northern part of Louisiana, you know, I don't really think of uh, alligators being as prevalent it's down. I mean, you always think they're of the not, bayou. They're like the armadillos of the water. Well, you know, they'll go where they can. But yeah. Arkansas, but Arkansas gets pretty darn North, cold, man. North Carolina has a gator season now. Really? Yeah. Really? Yep. As cold as it there's gets. O- there's only five or six, but they they have a season. <laughs> they have them. <laughs> they have them in North Carolina. That's big would, ones. You would think that. Uh, I wonder how they survive up there when they they got one of those really bad cold fronts that Th- come through ther- there. Thermocline. <laughs> well, I guess that could work. Get down to the bottom of a deep lake. Sure, why not? But I wonder if they bank it, you know, dig out and just hibernate and do that kind of thing. Well, probably. I am not a North Carolina alligator expert, <laughs> but they have them there, and they now have enough that they opened up a small season for them. Well, that's because somebody somewhere went, you know, we could make a lot of revenue off of this if we open up an alligator season. <laughs> It's like free money, and uh, there's these guys running around, uh, you know, taking care of these nuisance critters anyway. So why don't we uh, do that? Sure, yeah, sounds like a great idea. I, 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 I. Got to sell some gator gear over there in North Carolina, then. Well, that's good. Now you got a, you got an advocate for your stuff up there in Arkansas. Yeah. Maybe you could trade it out for a duck hunt up there in Stuttgart. Trade it out for a duck hunt. Sure, a couple I'd of bang sticks. I'd have to have time to go up there to go for a duck If hunt. you got time to go mess around down south and play around airboats and everything else like that, you got time to go to Stuttgart. Maybe we turn around and send you on a trip. If you want to trade a couple of bang sticks for a, me a trip to go to Stuttgart, I will go ahead and gladly take that. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, and then I can call Edward and he can do all the driving. And, and Carlos <laughs> could come in and I'm do in. the... <laughs> no, and Carlos, who wants to claim number one... Uh, you know, host status. I'm number one co-host, uh, hands down. 
If I have to go out there to Arkansas, that means I got to go buy a different shotgun. I got rid no. of my Benelli, so now I got to go get me a. I got to go. You work in a, a gun store, half, for God's sakes. I got to go find me a three and a half incher. Somewhere. Well, you could borrow mine. You'll shoot better with it than me, anyway. So yours doesn't shoot three and a half. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Dude, I shoot three and a half steel out of it all the time. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's why you know you're jamming it up in there and it's not made to shoot what no you're shooting jam- out no of. No jams. You know what? You're the kind of guy that it shoots, shoots nine millimeter shells. out of a forty caliber. It it shoots all three shells. Sure it does. Yeah. Sure. Prove it. B- look but, it up. Beretta Extrema. I'm not looking up nothing. Three ninety one. You show me this. Year, it's on you now. Okay. Right. What do you think this is? Facebook. Whatever. Eight 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 four zero four ten ten. Call Braden and tell him he's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah, but now I have to ask myself: Do I want three rounds or do I want two rounds? Go with the three. Always have the extra just in case? No. Just in case. Why? Then you actually concentrate and you know you only have two, so you have to get it done in two. See, well, that's your problem. What if three are going by? See, Mr. Argentina, no plug in the gun, and, you know, you got the bird boy, goad runner, you know, the guy who's loading the gun for you. You can go boom, boom, hey, boom, li- boom, li- boom, life, boom, 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 Life boom, was good back then. And hey. then hand it off and boom, 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 boom. I mean, I... If I was hunting, uh, you know, Arctic snow geese, sure. Take the plug and, out. And, and I was good. still missing like crazy. <laughs> so, hey, as, as long as we circled back to Carlos's shooting. Couple no, year, couple no. years Jonathan, ago. Jonathan, call in. Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan, a couple shout years out. Call ago, in, please call in. <laughs> a couple years ago, we got to the end, and Carlos was not going to win that year. And so... The last couple pairs that came out, he started shooting them gangster style. Sideways, yeah, yeah. I do that from time to time. So, now, this year on the last station, bird was coming, and it was a beautiful bird. Come right out, laid right out in front of you. I mean, just hovered there. (laughs) And he turned around. He missed it every time. So, on the last set, and I could feel him wanting to do it on the previous set. He just kept shooting at that same clay pigeon and stayed going for the next one. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that one bad. It, it was personal now. So you emptied six rounds at one clay. Yeah. I put it on automatic mode. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Turn it into a USA. Boom, 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 but it, boom. It's always funny because I could see him getting, I could see him, I could feel that the, he was the, getting. The tension. And he was gonna get it. I'm always gonna do something different, man. I don't. I I march at the beat of my own drum. I don't follow other people. I just do what I want. Well, I was not gonna argue with you with that. That's yep. that's the God's honest truth. That's what it is. Yeah. What you see is what you get. Talk to your boy Alan Brown, man. See what he's got on the hookup up there for the uh, for the uh, duck season there. Although we're getting there kind of, you know, might be getting there kind of late. The the, the uh, gentleman that used to be on the lease with us, uh, he turned around. He has a place in Louisiana. He'd always go up there and uh, duck hunt and do real well. I don't want to go stand around in, uh, you know, in waders, waist deep water kind of deal, duck hunt. That just doesn't appeal to me. You Why know? not? It's pretty good. It's I'd all rather, right. I'd rather be out there. Uh, once I saw those big nasty geese landing in the fields of Iowa, I was like, now that could be fun. Where those guys are laying the lay down, mm-hmm. you know, boxes and pop up and boom, 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 shoot, you know. You want to do that once? That would be awesome. Well, they got Canada geese in Jacksonville. I've seen them. They got geese over here in Seminole. Really? Is it yeah. legal? Vince has been begging for years. 
<laughs> Vince don't know nothing. BS Big Sugar. Hey. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I'm on Vince today. If you take a loaf of bread to feed the fish. <laughs> <laughs> and you happen to get a non-native species? What, what are you saying? And you get a geek, get, end up goose hunting. Is that baiting? I, I would, I would, I don't know. I don't know. That would be a, that'd be a, that gray area that the FWC would be quick to that's figure why, out. That's why you need that extra shell. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> it is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by Brandon Ford. Hour two is coming up, man. Stay right there. We'll be right back. <laughs> 